Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Bengal Tiger Podcast. I'm Matthew Bruni, and joining me once again on this Friday after Thanksgiving is Shay Dixon. Shay, now it's time people can put their uh, Christmas decorations up, right? They're allowed to now. I saw some of it driving back from New Orleans, Baton Rouge. People were getting after it, which I approve. That's fine. Just not before today. When do you you put, put your Christmas decorations up? I'll get going this weekend. I'll get going this weekend. Then that way it's done. If it continues into next week by the first, and then you've got a few weeks to ride it. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Here's the key. Here's the key for anyone in South Louisiana or in Louisiana. You want to turn your Christmas tree into a Mardi Gras tree afterwards. That way you really don't have to put that away until like February. So just smart. That, that, this is good. I'm learning. I'm learning new things here. There you I, go. I, yes, I if you that. have a tree, don't put it away. We have a fake tree, but I don't have to break that thing down until late February and Mardi Gras is over. We just turn it right into a Mardi Gras tree. Damn. Okay. You get three months out of that thing. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's impressive. Smart. Smart. That smart. That is smart. Um, but yeah, we at Texas A&M, Texas A&M talk about uh, today the LSU versus Texas A&M game Saturday. At 6 p.m. in College Station, I will be there. Um, my first road game on the beat, uh, so that'll be that'll be fun. You know, <laughs> not the not the most fun place to to be. I've been to College Station twice, once in high school, and um, once for my friend's graduation there. Even though he didn't go to the school there, he was it was in the system, so you know what I mean. Um, so, anyways, been there twice. Will it will be my third time when LSU takes. Takes the field on Saturday night and um, about a 10 point spread right now for, for LSU. Last I checked, um, I, I, I want to get to that later, but you know, if we start by looking at this game, LSU is healthy for the most, I mean, pretty much as healthy as you can be at this time in the year. It was funny. We talked to um, Ollie Gay in the player interviews and somebody asked him uh, how fresh he's feeling at this point in the year. And he's like, nobody's feeling fresh. Nobody's nobody's feeling fresh at this time of the year. You just it's all mental. You just gotta fight through it and you just gotta, you know, execute. So I thought that was pretty telling um for the point that we are at in this season. But yeah, uh AM is expected to get Devon A Chain, the running back back, and uh, Evan Stewart, the receiver back, pretty much our two best players on offense. Um and other than that, you know, they're pretty <laughs> stationary off uh, offense. We'll see defensively what comes out 
as far as injuries and sickness and all that stuff that they've been dealing with the past couple weeks. But I think that's a good place to start is the availability. And it looks like Anna will have their two best offensive players. We knew this would happen, right? That AM was going to get everybody back for this game. I'm surprised also there wasn't more talk out of College Station. Maybe it's just because of what LSU was dealing with a year ago. But Connor Wegman is at four games right now, so he could redshirt. They don't play in a bowl game. Um, but it appears he will play this weekend. So he will have burned his redshirt playing against LSU. So it is truly all hands on deck. Uh, Moose Muhammad. I would imagine if he's not wearing his compression sleeves or whatever, that he'll get to play and not sit on the bench the whole time. Um, and look, as we dive into this, I don't know how much Matty B, A&M, you actually watched this week. I talked to a few people around LSU and the building, and they've obviously gone through a whole week of prep and all that. A- they're not going out there and thinking that A&M is just going to roll over. They defensively A&M's got a good team, especially when they've got all their guys available. It's offensively. They've had so many guys out. They've been beat up along the O-line. They're on their third quarterback, which arguably might be their best one, but it's their true freshman. Um, And A-Chain has not been playing recently, who is by far their best player. So um, yeah, I think 10 points to me seems like a lot, honestly. Me me too. I think it's going to be closer than 10 points. So Look, just looking at the schedule, and we've, you know, you and I, I think a lot of LSU fans, I think a lot of just football fans in general have watched a lot of A&M games because they're kind of like that thing that's on fire that you just like enjoy watching. You're just like, okay, I, I enjoy watching that. And um, they've only allowed two teams this year to score over 31 points. And they've only lost two games by double digits this year. And that was the Mississippi State game early in the in, early in the year, and then Florida. And in that Florida game, if you remember, in the first half they were up. Devon Achen was running all over Florida, and then the second half Florida kind of pulled away and did a good job there. So those are the only two times they've been blown out this year. Ole Miss they played close. Alabama they played close. South Carolina they played close. Auburn was a really ugly game, but they played close. Um, they beat Arkansas. You know, even though I think it was fluky, still won that game. So we have all these results here that tell us AM, while it is not the team that is, you know, what anybody expected it to be. It's the only the second it's all it's the first team since 2010 to be ranked in the top 10 and not make a bowl game. So obviously it's disappointing. But there's a reason they were ranked number six coming into the season. The talent is there and they are capable of making this thing ugly and making it close. Like I think that's the thing that I have completely enter this game ex- uh, expecting it to be. I expect it to be ugly, and I think a 10-point spread is, like you said, it feels like a lot. Um, I, I think LSU, I feel confident in them winning the game, but it's like, how are you going to win the game, and how how much can you win it by? I'm not sure exactly. Again, I think I'm with you, and you listed off all those close games. I do think this will be closer than 10 points. I have not settled on my exact score prediction, but I am there. Uh, in terms of this game being close. And Matty B, for me, I was listening to – I've kind of thought this, um, but I was listening to Billy Lucci's podcast too at Tech Sags, and he's got his pulse certainly on A&M. But the, there's a number of differences, obviously, in A&M and LSU. But at the most fundamental level of wins and losses, both teams have been in a ton of close games. Yeah. It's that LSU seemingly wins every close game. 
and A&M loses every close game, we'll mm-hmm. see. You know, does that flip this weekend? It always could. I mean, as time goes on, eventually you're going to come out on the right side of one of those games. Another thing Brian Kelly talked about and the team knowing was that this is A&M's bowl game. It is senior night. They're not going – this is it for their whole season. Uh, they will not play another football game until next September. So when you talk about leaving it all out there, senior night, the emotions of that, I I don't th- – I view this almost like that Arkansas game where it was like y'all are going over into an environment at 11 a.m. and cold and – rainy and against a team that had lost a couple games in a row and it's going to be tough I, I kind of view it as that kind of game the elements won't be bad it's supposed to be like 60 degrees and no rain and good weather yeah. so the crowd will be out yeah yeah i the um the weather at least will be i think that's a that's a big thing at least but not for nothing even if we look at it from the lsu side of things in their three road games this year they haven't been impressive right? You got Florida, you have Auburn and you have Arkansas. And, you know, we'll take, if they play at the level they played at against Florida offensively, then okay, everything's great. But in the Auburn and Arkansas games, the offense didn't show up. And those games were very, very close against, you know, Auburn and um, teams in Auburn and Arkansas that I'm not sure how much better they are than A&M. You know, it's like none of those teams are supposed to scare you, but Auburn and Arkansas did already. Like, and then you add in the fact that AM will be playing um, this game with, I think, a lot um, with with a fairly big chip on their shoulder just because they, they've already said they want to ruin LSU season. Like, this is a rivalry game. This is um, – and last year, LSU won at, at the end, kind of um, spoiling a little bit of AM season. So, if I, I'm conf- – again, I want to repeat. I think LSU is the better side. I trust Brian Kelly to get them prepared, and I think they win – the question is, by how much can they win by, and how convincing can it be? Because, you know, it's it, it is a it is a road SEC game, and those are always challenging. So I think I think we've covered it well from the overall perspective of being like, hey, you know, we were kind of nervous for the UAB game. We were kind of nervous for the Arkansas game. I kind of felt good about the Arkansas game. I predicted them to blow them out, and I was completely wrong. <clears throat> and this team, and there are signs that this game could be a similar type of game there i will say if we want to start looking individually Jaden daniels i trust to have a better game than he had against arkansas i i don't think he turns the ball over and i just think he's going to be more sharp will he be great i don't know but i think he's we're not going to see the arkansas version of Jaden daniels or the auburn version of Jaden daniels yeah i don't know if we want to go straight into who we're watching or what we're watching, my answer on offense is Jaden Daniels. Like, I yeah. want to choose Josh Williams being back and them running the football, but can you run it all over AM? I think that their front seven is talented. Um, if they have all the guys out there, I think that they're pretty good and tough to move it on. You noted that, what, how many teams have scored more than what benchmark? Two? Two have scored more than 31. And we know that LSU's golden number is 30. They've won 17 straight or like something like that, like 12, 13 straight games when they've scored 30 or more. You'd like to get there, but as you noted, it's only two of the 11 teams they've played have done that. I think Jaden Daniels is the key to this game. If he doesn't play well, I don't think LSU wins. Um, defensively, I think LSU will play well. How do they score the football? Can they run? Here's my question. Can they run on AM 
from the start to the finish and not just have to rely on Jaden and the offense receivers, Jaden's legs to carry them into the third and into the fourth. And then you sort of put it away with Josh Williams, which is what they did at Arkansas, which is what they did at Auburn. You know, there's been multiple games where you've had to have Jaden have that big first half and into the third before you can just sit on the run game. Yeah, one of uh, AM's best games of the year was against uh, Ole Miss. And I think it kind of – this defense is a lot better against the pass than the run, um, in my opinion, just from watching them. Uh, and then the stats kind of back me up on that. But that Ole Miss game, Ole Miss ran for almost 400 yards on six attempts, uh, six yards per attempt. Jackson Dart went 13 of 20 for three touchdowns with only one sack. I expect the offense to at least – be sharp like i just maybe they don't convert a third and five or here and there maybe they're not you know excellent but i don't expect them to be tripping over themselves the way they were against arkansas like the way they were against auburn where it felt like they had zero opportunity they had zero rhythm uh in the past game so i want to see Kayshawn come back and that's probably will be my uh player uh breakout player we're just ju- kind of jumping around right now but <laughs> Uh, yeah, if I'm looking at a breakout player, I think Kayshawn, last game, last regular season game of the year, coming off uh, being sick, a game that he wanted to play against UAB. I think if they look his way early and often, I think Kayshawn has has a good day um, against against this AM secondary. So that that's where I'll go with my breakout player. Um, okay, so we both we both feel like the passing game has to do something in this game. Yes. You cannot win this game and Jaden Daniels not play well. Yeah, and that and this is what we've talked about the whole year is, you know, this offense is – it goes with Jaden Daniels. Like, Jaden Daniels is the engine of it. Uh, and you can say that about a lot of offenses. The quarterback is the, ma- the main player, obviously. This offense specifically, in a year where Jaden Daniels leads them, leads them in rushing by a significant margin and has been the quarterback from wire to wire, it has to be Jaden Daniels who says, you know, this is what I'm going to do. Because in the Arkansas game and the, and the Auburn game, he was the catalyst of their struggles in a lot of ways. And, I mean, I'm, the offensive line too, yes, the receivers too, cool. But he is the offense for good, for better or worse. And he's the one that I think is going to have to have a really good day um, against AM to to make this not – like they can still win if he struggles, but they, they need him, I think, to, to have a good game. Okay, so if we kind of blend the what we're watching with who breakout player slash yeah. most important player is what are we watching in the first half? Because I think we've seen LSU at times start very slow. We've seen them at times start very fast. What Was it Florida where they scored on like the first six possessions yeah. of the game? And then yeah. UAB, they came out mm-hmm. firing. I know they had a John Emery fumble, but they could have gone up 21 nothing out of the gates in that game. Is that what we're watching? Is like how paramount is the first half in terms of what we're watching for to decide this game? Yeah, for, for the offense, especially, I think that's where we kind of learn about this team um, and what, they, what they're capable of. Because the whole thing was that the defense, well, neither side could get stopped early in the season, right? When they went down like 17 0 to Auburn, you know, double digits to, to Mississippi State. I think I was, I was really, really impressed with how they like you said how they started against UAB I think from an offensive line standpoint they dominated um I thought they were balanced and 
this is the question is I, I said I said this on on the game thread last time. I said last time that UAB would beat AM. And I don't know if I stand by that still, but AM to this point in the year has looked so bad and struggled with UMass last week that that's why I said that. I, UAB is a legitimate team. And so if those two played, I'm not sure who I would take. With that being said, AM's ceiling is so much higher than UAB's, obviously, right? They can play an SEC schedule and get a win against Arkansas and put up a fight against Auburn, Florida, blah, blah, blah. That's what's scary. And that's why if they don't get off to a good start against AM, it will start to feel like these other games. So offensively, I want to put the pressure on the offense specifically because we've seen the defense come back from slow starts. For the offense, if the offense starts slow, how many games have they bounced back and, you know, had like an incredibly strong second half where they go from scoring zero to 35. There's probably a game out there. I'm not thinking of off the top of my head, but I just think of those Arkansas and Auburn games and you could see it from the first two, three drives that they weren't comfortable. Whereas UAB, whereas Florida, they were able to piece together. I even think while the Ole Miss game was kind of a slow start, they eventually, they put up a field goal and they put up some touchdowns um, later in the first half. So I don't know. I think the first half for me is bigger for the offense than the defense. I think they have to get going. And um, just from a comfort perspective and a confidence perspective. No, I'm with you. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Defensively, okay, we can pick players, but let me ask you this. Do you fear, is LSU's defense just too good for A&M's offense, even if they have Wegman and A-Shane? And, you know, running back and Moose Muhammad and, you know, all the other receivers healthy. Or does that in your mind, does all those players back mean A&M's offense can potentially click on a level that they haven't all season? Because some people will just go back to saying Jimbo's offense, for lack of a better word, stinks. And they don't know how to call any plays to actually move the football. They could barely put any points on UMass. I mean, they, they were held under 20, right? They're at 20, 20 to three. <laughs> Which that game was like 10 to three or 12, 14 to three for most of the game. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Have you I seen it all A&M's offense at any point this year? Be like, okay, they could move the ball on really good defenses no. like LSU. No. I mean, the Ole Miss game was probably, well, I mean, again, it's Alabama. It was 24 to 20. And I think Haynes King's played Haynes King played that game, and I don't think Haynes King is anything. Um, the Arkansas game, I didn't leave that game. The Ole Miss game is really, and the first half against Florida. So you have pretty much, let's just say, a six quarter stretch there, where you have the Ole Miss game in the first half against Florida, and not for nothing, that was the last time 
a chain and i believe stewart too played right in the was in those two games they didn't play against auburn and they didn't play against umass so I, I, those are the six quarters i think the entire season i've watched pretty much every AM game like even against sam houston state i didn't think they were any good in the first game of the year but those six quarters were probably the only time of the year where i thought they were capable and those were the last six quarters that they had pretty much a chain and stewart so you know there is something there i i think i just trust lsu's defense too much at this point in the year i think they've earned our trust i think they they show up even when the offense doesn't, uh, you know, Arkansas being the latest example of that. Uh, they did their job against UAB. I think they're too good. I don't think I can't see, I can't see Annan breaking 14 points. I can't, I can't. And maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I think 14 is a, is a pretty good number for AM. maybe 17 at the absolute most. They will not score three touchdowns on LSU. But you also think it's going to be a close game. I do. So, it, so I mean, I think I think four to fourteen. Yeah, in, in that range, in that range, like maybe a twenty-four seventeen. Um, I know that the total. I don't know what the, I haven't looked, but the total was at like forty-five or forty-six, something like that. Um, which feels about right. It feels about right. I don't think it's going much over that if it does at all. So, yeah, I, I just I again, A and M has put together back to back. The, the Ole Miss and Florida games actually showed a little bit of uh, a pulse. Sure. I think LSU's defense is much better than both of those, and I think LSU will be able to um, keep them quiet for the most part. All right. Um, who are you watching on defense? Let me pull up the roster. Let me, let me pull up the roster so I don't miss anybody here. I would, I would like – I don't want to see Connor Wegman get going at all. Like okay. at all. And that was the whole thing in the, in the Ole Miss game. I was very, I left that game very impressed with Connor Wegman. Um, I think he had four touchdowns, no picks. Um, I, I had the box score up. Yeah, four touchdowns, no picks, 28 to 44 passing for 338 yards. Again, I don't think Ole Miss's defense is anywhere near LSU's defense. With that being said, Connor Wegman looked really good in that game. And if he is the starter again, um, I have to throw out, um, you know, the if in that sentence, just because I always feel like going to an AM game, anything could happen. But if he is the starter, he is their best quarterback. And I think he actually can throw the ball. He has a pretty live arm, pretty good talent. And he has Muhammad and Stewart back. And in that Ole Miss game, they went for a combined 14 catches for about 200 yards. So it's, it, it's something they have something. I don't want to, I don't, I, again, like you said, the scheme, the fit Jimbo Fisher is all just like disgusting. Like I don't, you know, offensively, I don't think they're, they're great, but they have something and they have talent. So I, I, I think it's interesting, but yeah, I'll go with um the secondary here. Um, I'll go with, give me, give me George Bernard Converse. I think he's been all right. here. Okay. I will go with Perkins. Harold Perkins obviously was once committed to A&M. I, he's mm-hmm. from Texas. Um, Played high school ball in Texas. I would think that he wants to have a big game here. I'll flip this to the other side of it. I do not think they can let A-Chain get going in this game. So whether that's Greg Penn, whether that's Perkins, whether that's Baskerville, you know, these linebackers at the second level, I think we'll need to have a good game. You need to put – you want A-Chain, right? Or excuse me, you want the kind of game to be in the hands of Wegman, right? Like the true freshman, it's his fifth game. Um 
The O-line hasn't been playing great. They're without some O-linemen, obviously. You don't want A-Chain to get going to where Wegman doesn't have to do a ton. So I'm going to go with the linebackers is what I'm really watching. Whether that is Harold Perkins, whether that's just Penn or Baskerville, I don't know. But those guys who typically lead the team in tackles are going to need to stay active in this one because I would presume they want to lean on A-Chain don't lean on Wegman when you don't have to pop some plays in the passing game when you can, but lean on the run, St- you know, shorten this game as much as you can. Um, for me, that's what I'm If LSU's linebackers play well here, I think that they'll win. Yeah. Um, kind of a side question here. I feel like I had more confidence and, and you know, what, what do I know? You know, who knows? Maybe they'll, they'll come out and blow the doors off AM. That very well could happen because, I've I've been wrong plenty of times this year in trying to predict games. I predicted them to beat Tennessee, and I was wrong on that. So, who knows? But going into a game, I felt better, and I don't. I want your opinion on this too. I felt better going into the Auburn game. I felt better going into the Arkansas game. I felt better, I think, going into the Florida game. And I I don't remember Ole Miss exactly, but like those three games specifically, I felt better going into them, and. You know, all three of those were kind of ugly wins on the road, but they still got it done. This game, it's kind of flipped. I don't feel as good about it. I don't think they're going to lose. Again, I'll repeat, I do not think they're going to lose this game, but I don't feel as good about it as those other three. Do you feel the same way, or is that just is that just me? I think a bit of it's probably just because you're at the we're at the end of a season. Yeah, you feel like okay, this is the only hurdle left. If you get through this hurdle. The rest is truly land yap. You've already won the SEC West. You will have won 10 games in the regular season, which is three to four more than anybody anticipated. You've, or I should say at least Vegas anticipated. I'm sure LSU fans, there were some LSU fans out there saying 10 and two, no doubt. I have no worries. For sure. But point being, like it felt like those games you were kind of playing with house money. And now you're like, man, you just, You've made it this far. You cannot lose to AM. You can't. Because again, if you win this game, it really does, in my opinion, doesn't matter too much what happens in the SEC championship. If you win it, you obviously may well be in the playoffs. But if you lose it, you'd probably be in a New Year's Six Bowl. That's a great postseason finish for a team that was thought to win six or seven games in Brian yeah. Kelly's first year. So I think there's kind of some extra pressure on this one in a sense that you're going to AM. They've been bad. They have nothing to lose. They're not going to a bowl game, but they do have some good players on the roster. Um, a coach who's been around the block in Jimbo. Will they just continue? It's tough to wrap your head around like, will they continue to look like they've looked every week, which is just completely dysfunctional? Yeah. Or do they finally just say, okay, look, we put it together. We coming off a UMass game, rested a bunch of guys. Came out to this game healthy. They've been bitten by the flu the past few weeks. So really a lot of guys haven't played in the past few games. Um, but it seems to be a all hands on deck affair. <clears throat> I think that's what has me with some pause of like, okay, did they, can they remain dialed in? And I hear that's actually not, not what I want to say. I'm curious how well a and plays just because they have not played well all year, but they have all these guys back and the emotions of the game and senior night and the final game of the season, all that. What makes me feel slightly better of it is that LSU has appeared very dialed in, even after the Bama game. Like, I know they didn't play great at Arkansas. The defense played phenomenal. But overall, they've been dialed in. Like, they turned right around against UAB and handled business. 
throughout the season they've seen dialed in. And Brian Kelly's won. If Brian Kelly wins this game, he'll have won every November game the past five seasons. So you have to put some stock into knowing that this week he has drilled into this team. It is nothing about Georgia. It is nothing about the postseason. It is one game at a time. Focus on LSU, execute, and it'll be enough. Yeah, I I think you, you summed up really well. This this game, I think it feels different, again, from my perspective, maybe from fans' perspective, because it is A&M, because it is the last hurdle, because it is um, a game that this team should not lose by any stretch of the imagination. And it feels like the excuses are out the window, right? It's like, all right, you should be over the flu at this point. You're not playing at 11 a.m. You're not in the cold. This is going to be – this is the, – the setting will not shake you. This is not going to be a packed Kyle Field Kyle, – uh, Kyle Field. I don't know why I said Field House. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's, just in, it's just an interesting position. It's a really, really interesting position. But if there's one thing we've learned is this team can overcome adversity – uh, this coach has done a great job at leading them to overcoming adversity, and I think they will get it done again. So put me down as like LSU. Put me down LSU twenty three to fourteen. I think they kick three field goals. I'll go twenty seven. I'll go twenty seven seventeen. Okay. I'll stick to your not three touchdowns for A and M, and I'll stick to the ten point spread. I don't know what that does for the over under, but I do not expect this to be some wild shootout. So yeah, I'll go 27, 17 in a game. That's pretty close the whole way. And, you know, real quick, we've talked, I've, or at least I've talked a lot about worst case scenarios tough with their, you know, I don't, with their offense, you know, being maybe better than we thought. There is a scenario. There is a case out there where LSU's defense does not let A&M breathe. They, there's a, there's a scenario where A&M scores six points. In this game, I really, I really believe that because this defense has, is that good. This defense has been that good. Like you think about it, if Arkansas and UAB don't have short fields, I'm not sure this defense has allowed a touchdown since the Alabama game. Like that, there is a legitimate. Um, this defense is legit. So I, I think you know, if we look at best case scenario, they could shut them down, and then Jaden Daniels can continue to play how he played against UAB and Alabama, um, and I think he should be fine. So they're they're. That is a very real possibility where LSU comes out and puts the game away 31 to 6, and we all go home happy. There again, you'll leave College Station happy, not with a not with an L on your first trip. Um yeah. all right. Well, one more, go. one more to go. One more to go. What is this? Uh 6 p.m. 6 p.m. kickoff. So 6 p.m. kickoff. Get all your errands and unboxing of Christmas done. Be ready for 6 p.m. Not you, yeah. but everybody else. Yeah, everybody else. I'll be driving to Scotch. I think we're like, I think I'm like three and a half hours away. I haven't even looked exactly from San Antonio. So yeah, somewhere in that in that range. So I'll be leaving, I don't know, around two, I guess. No, earlier than that. One, twelve. We'll see. TBD. We'll see. I gotta I, I'm not good with time. I'm I'm not good at time management. You know that. I show up on time, like right on the dot to everything. Uh, that's good time management you're right there you made it that's true maybe that is great time management actually um but right that's all we have for y'all uh today we hope y'all enjoyed it we really appreciate the support um i think the recruiting pod had over 5k views last i checked appreciate everybody for checking that out if you haven't already go give that a a watch billy and shay do an awesome job with that 
continue to subscribe to the channel if you're not already. Uh, send it to a friend. Um, leave a like, a comment. Let us know what you think. Let, drop your final score predictions in the comments below. And uh, subscribe to the channel. I don't. I didn't bring my hat with me. That's kind of that's fake. okay. That's kind of fake. But I didn't bring my hat with me. But a dollar for the entire year of Bengal Tiger. It's the Christmas season now, so do it for a loved one, or do it that's for right. yourself. You can do it. One dollar, I believe. And then you get a hat as well, which is you can wear at the Christmas free hat. You can wear at the Christmas festivities. So yeah, that's all we got for y'all today. We hope y'all enjoyed it. For Matthew Bruni or for Shay Dixon, I'm Matthew Bruni, and we'll talk to y'all later. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.